You're listening to the Walking Wise Podcast by Gradient. Daily wisdom from the Proverbs for every day of October 2020. Here's today's episode. Today is October 3rd, and therefore we're going over Proverbs chapter 3. My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. For length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. And so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as a father, the son in whom he delights. Happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. For her proceeds are better than the profits of silver, and her gain than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things you may desire cannot compare with her. Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand, riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her, and happy are all who retain her. The Lord, by wisdom, founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the depths were broken up and the clouds dropped down the dew. My son, let them not depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion so they will be life to your soul and grace to your neck. Then you will walk safely in your way and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. Yes, you will lie down and your sleep will be sweet. Do not be afraid of sudden terror nor of trouble when the wicked, when it comes. For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due, when it is in the power of your hand to do so. Do not say to your neighbor, go and come back, and tomorrow I will give it, when you have it with you. Do not devise evil against your neighbor, for he dwells by you for safety's sake. Do not strive with a man without cause, if he has done you no harm. Do not envy the oppressor and choose none of his ways. For the perverse person is an abomination to the Lord, but his secret counsel is with the upright. The curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the just. Surely he scorns the scornful, but gives grace to the humble. The wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the legacy of fools. A common theme throughout this chapter is that of trust. Let's try to paraphrase a couple of the portions here. Give God your heart. Don't trust your own judgment. Give God the best of what you have. Trust him in trials. Trust him while you sleep. So you get the idea. Now, when you trust someone, you are essentially putting yourself at risk. Maybe an example of low risk would be telling someone your name or giving out your email. You're not really worried that someone is going to stalk you. Well, I mean, maybe, but for the most part, you're pretty confident no one's going to stalk you. Maybe more of a medium risk would be giving out your phone number or giving your address. 
And then high-risk situations would be something like giving keys to your apartment or sharing your passwords. But then even after that, there are some things that we don't share with just anyone. We, we only share it with people that we believe we can trust. So our biggest failures, our little-known secrets, access to our bank accounts or keys to our apartments. And maybe you don't have anybody in your life that you feel is really worthy of that trust. But here in Proverbs chapter 3, it calls for us to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your paths. So trust in God, not just for some things, but with everything and with the most important thing, which is your heart. Now, your heart, by the way, is the core command center of decision-making. It's the thing that takes your feelings and knowledge and utilizes it to move forward in a particular direction. For example, you may feel like sleeping in at 6 a.m., especially if you're up all night, and you know in your mind that if you don't wake up when the alarm goes off that you won't have time to exercise. But it's your heart that actually propels you off the bed and into your running shoes. So our hearts are the engine for our actions and the home for our free agency, our free will. So when we believe on Jesus, we ask him to fulfill his promise in Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26 through 27, where God says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and do them. To give God your heart is to follow him. It's to wrap up our will in his will, to not depend on our own way of thinking. And when we surrender all to God, here's what that means. We honor the Lord with our possessions. We give to God, we tithe to God. And the result of that is, as the verse says, your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. As we give to God, he takes care of us. Don't wait until you have enough, right, to give God out of what you have. Don't lean on your own understanding. Don't be pragmatic. God loves a cheerful giver. He loves the one who says, it's all yours anyway, God. So here it goes. Not only do we honor with our possessions, but we also do not detest his correction. So as the verse says, for whom the Lord loves, he corrects just as a father, the son in whom he delights. When I sense God is closing doors or bringing sin to the surface in my life, I know it's not because he wants to shame me or embarrass me. It's precisely because he loves me. Just like when a father fervently grabs his daughter's hand to dodge a speeding car rolling down the street. It's a sign of God's grace when we are caught in our sin. It keeps us from going any farther in it. We may not understand all of it now, but that's okay. We don't have to understand everything to trust that God is good and he knows best. If trust meant having perfect understanding of what will transpire, none of us would be able to trust. But when we trust and see God is faithful, it brings deeper intimacy with him. In fact, faith is when we believe the unseen things that God declares about reality. As Abraham believed God that he would give him a son in his old age, simply because he said so. It didn't make any human sense, but trusting God's character, it made perfect supernatural sense. So trust the Lord, give him your all today, and he will direct your paths. Isn't that what we're all longing for anyway? 
that God would interrupt our routine, our plans, and show us more of his glory? Imagine if today, as you go about doing what you do, you're getting ready for school or you're preparing for a big exam or going to work, that today that God showed up and you knew more of his love and more of his character because of it. Thanks for listening. If you were encouraged by what you heard today, let us know by messaging us on our Instagram, gradient.ya. Hope to catch you tomorrow for our next episode of Walking Wise.